Not a lot of black people in Milwaukee, huh? Yes, it is. We are 60% really? people of color. Yes. I did, yes. I did not know. Thank you for telling me. I did not know that. <laughs> I know. I saw what you put online. So okay. here's what's crazy. I'm originally from Detroit. So when I moved here, I was thinking the same thing. I thought it would be cows and, you know, walking up and down the street. Who knew, right? That Milwaukee is a majority minority community. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. never would have never thought about that. Never. It's like yes. you don't you don't think about Charlie Sterone being South African. You wait a minute, you South African? Yeah. She's that is correct. people over there too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's what it is. We it's a lot of us in here. <laughs> You're gonna be surprised when you look at the audience, trust me. Oh no word. Word. So so I was excited to interview you for a reason that you probably would not guess. So, of, of course, people know you from uh, all of the work that you've done. Uh, you've appeared in Black Lady Sketch Show, The Simpsons, Family Guy, The Blackening, which my coworker was so excited when I told her who I was interviewing today. Uh, Robot Chicken, Sing, White Famous, American Dad, and most people know you from Saturday Night Live, but very few people know about how your career at Saturday Night Live could have been over before it started. Mm. And one of the cool things I think that you've talked about in the past is how you took a stand early on. Keenan took a stand, you know, in support of what you put out there. And um, it could have cost you your career because Absolutely. you said, I, I want I want this entity to show true representation and hire more black women and kudos to you for that because we heard we heard your acknowledgement that black female comedians and black actresses needed the work and needed the representation so i thank you for that being on the receiving end because you never know how many people you reach by taking right. a stand like that and then you said the career defining moment when all of this was all the tension was in the building was a black woman was the host of the show yep. and it really solidified your place at saturday night live and that it really feels like that relationship you standing up for black women and then that black woman carrie washington hosting the show and you just blew it out of the water and it was a full circle moment from a viewer how did you feel in that moment uh i mean well of course i was i was i was petrified uh from that september onto that episode because I mean, when the boss calls you in the office and, and tells you, you know, you got until December to show that you belong here, you know, that could that could throw people off, you know, um, especially, especially for, you know, something that should have been uh, representative on the show a long time before. But, you know, me, I'm just I'm just talking. I just I speak the truth. You ask me a question. Hey man, what where where are they at? Like you you think what's a problem? Like, well, they're out there. You know, they just gotta, you know, they're out, they're out there. They mm -hmm. are out there. So we just they just gotta be found. That's it. <laughs> just find and, them. They're out and, there. And we got uh, Leslie Jones after that, right? You got Leslie Jones. Yep. And now you got uh now you got ego. Yeah. You got ego up there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, Sashir came, uh she, she did the show as well. Uh and you got Punky Johnson up there. You got yes. and you have Look at the look at the representation. Not even for black people now up there. Look at everybody they have up there now. And you got yeah, the Asian range is crazy. You got Asians. You got Latinos up there. You got everything. Everybody is represented. 
I mean, they the only thing left to get up there is a, a Asian Indian. You know, when you get one of those up there, it's just <laughs> it's a lot. Or Black Islanders. There could there's so many. Yeah. There's so many different types of folks out there that need to be to have a voice and have an audience. So, mm -hmm. um, it like I said, let's let's go back to the to what you asked me though. It was scary until that moment, but doing that show with Carrie Washington felt so comfortable. I don't know why it just it was a comfortable show and you know, love. I I was going through a breakup at the time. It was really hard for me and mm. for 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 those two factors to play that night and save my career on that show, it just it totally blew my mind. But what, I was, what was the moment where you knew you you did it? Like in the show, you you were like, "Oh, this is it." This is it. Man, well, I knew when when me and her were doing what does my girl say? You know, oh. <laughs> like I wrote like that, that's that's straight up based off of me and my ex breaking up. Like it, it was that's what it's based off of. What? So when she got when she picked the when she picked the sketch for me to do, because mind you, I, I wrote that I wrote that by myself. That's how it started. Of course, you bring mm -hmm. it to the table and the other writers, they they add stuff to it, but I wrote that sketch myself. Uh, that night and she picked it. She said, I want to do, I want to do what does my girl say? We have to do that. And um, she, the way that she performed it and what she did, and I was laughing. I said, this is going to, <laughs> this is going to be something different. It's, it's, it was a, it was a sketch that people hadn't seen me do. It wasn't an impression. It was, right. uh, it, it, it was, it was, it was a normal sketch about a relative topic that we all go through breakup and yeah. then when it aired and i heard the audience's reaction when i heard the audience at dress rehearsal i was like i, I jumped up like this and lauren looks at me lauren was like like he put his like 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 relax it, it's yeah it's doing what it's doing but <laughs> but relax then when it played it got it, it made it through dress rehearsal and then when it hit air and I heard the reaction, I heard the claps, I heard the laughs. I just, I, I knew right there, I was like, man, I was like, whatever happens after this night, man, I mm -hmm. have started something and, and I'm happy about it. And of course, the next week, that's when Lauren called me in his office and he said, yeah, you, yeah, you, you deserve to be here. You've proved yourself and you're a bright spot on the show and you're killing it, y'all. But that, I had to earn that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, even speaking from his aspect on that topic, like, you know, nobody wants their hands to be forced or whatever. And of course people could have it in the back of their minds to get through uh, and do something. But if your hand is forced, you know, you, you're not, it rubs you the wrong way. So I understand uh, his rage at the time, but understanding the climate of comedy and, and the need for uh, there to be that on that show. It, it was a need, it was, it, it needed it. So yeah, worked out the way it was supposed to work out, you know? And I think, I think in having you, it, it's never easy when you have to make a transition that right. you're comfortable, if you're in a comfortable space, right? And right. I think having you say, look at the show now, look at all of the representation now, that was a door that was opened and it was open at a time where it needed to be open. Like yeah. the conversation needed to be had. There have been so many men coming through the show 
performing as women, as black women, and there was no black women representation. And it took a black man to say, hey, our women need to represent themselves. They have their own voices. They have their own mannerisms. They have their things that they want to talk about. And when you do look at the show now, the growth has been tremendous. Yeah, let, people let, who are coming through the door. I mean, let them been, put the pantyhose on. Let them let them wear the yeah. pantyhose and all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fair. That's fair. So let me talk to you about why I was so excited about you sitting down with me today. And most people, I don't know if anybody knows about this, but I had an interview where I was talking about my favorite films and my favorite television show. Uh -huh. And I mentioned the name of my favorite television show and nobody in the room knew what it was. And I felt like I was inside of the cool kids club and you played two characters on this show, Montreal and Randy. <laughs> ah, you ain't see that coming. Did you, you ain't see that coming. I did not. Yes. I did not think you were going to talk about Chamberlain Heights. I did not think you were talking about that show. Yeah. I said, I said, it's this little show that you probably have never heard of because you're not one of the cool kids and you have to be in the know to get the jokes on this show. Yes. Legends of Chamberlain Heights. And I was re-watching it last night, just laughing. <laughs> you got a chance to work with, I love Carl Jones. I love Carl yes. Jones. And from people, if you don't know, he was a part of the Boondocks series. And, and, and then also you got a chance to work with Neil from Chappelle Show. I mean, these are two writers and they're hilariously funny, but what you brought to those characters <laughs> is just absolutely incredible. How did you end up on Legends of Chamberlain Heights? Well, shout out to Devon Shepard, the one of the, the the main writer on that show. Um it was me and Devon had a had a good rapport before um that show even came. Like when I was on uh, SNL, you know, he was um, you know, we were friendly. And um, it was as soon as I got off of the show, he was like, hey, man, man, you got time. Well, what's up? I'm like, let's work. Let's, <laughs> let's do, do it. it. Let's just do it. And um, it, it was fun because I that was one of the first animated shows I think I ever did. So it was a lot of learning how to um, learning how to make feeling come through uh, an animated character constantly. <laughs> And, and make it feel as if you're in the room with them, you know, yeah. which is which is a skill in itself. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it took you know, we, we did a lot of takes, but I started I started getting it and um, I, I learned a lot. And uh, we did we did two seasons on that show. We did. Luckily, we had two seasons on that show and that ended up, um, like, of course, unfortunately not going on. But me and Devon still have a relationship. He wrote uh, Two Minutes of Fame, the the movie with me and really? Cat Williams. Yeah. So it's, you know, also um, now I just did Good Times. Good Times is uh, it's, it's going to come out on Netflix. Um, and I'm I'm JJ in that. So, you know, and it's. Oh, a, I it, can it, totally it, see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a re, it's like a re, it's like a re. Uh, Interpretation. Yeah. You know, take it. I'm not gonna give everything away, but it's it's not the typical good times what you think. But I'm still I'm junior. I'm mm -hmm. I'm the son and mad other characters in that. So and that wouldn't have happened if I didn't start uh, with uh, Legends of Chamberlain Hikes. And if that sh if I didn't have as much show fun on that show as I did because uh, Montreal and uh, Latron, La 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 I think Montreal and uh, La La uh, the, the, the other character 
Really? He was real. He was like a <laughs> Fresh Prince type character, whatever. He was a bully. Was. But um, I grew up. I grew up with that. Like I know, I know both of those characters. So um, it, it was really fun. That's crazy that you brought that up. <laughs> I love Legends. I love. I was sitting down watching that with my husband. We watched the very first episode, and we were laughing so hard that yeah. we didn't even know the credits were running. And we were like, oh, this this show is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem. There's way too many cultural references that yep. you have to be in the know to get. And whenever they would come up, it would be so perfect and so hilarious. <laughs> that show is just, it's like The Wire to me. It's one of those cult classics. Yep. Like, if you know, you know. If you don't, that's unfortunate. But yep. Legends, I would love to see more seasons of Legends. It's just, you know, hey, I, I'm knows? just going to put that out there. I mean, who knows? We could, you know, if it gets, if, if we get a Hulu deal or or whatever, it could get picked back up again. Of course, yeah. you've seen that happen with so many shows, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You've seen it mm -hmm. happen with Magnum P.I. You've seen it happen with, uh, it was it was another show. I can't remember the other show, but it, it does happen. So Yeah. Possibly. Legends Legends is like boondocks to the second and third power. Like, yep. it's it is an amazing show. So kudos to you for having a part and a stake in that show and going down for me in like history when it comes to animated shows. That is one of them right up there with Boondocks. So you are known. We got to do it for your impersonations. Yeah, yeah. I had a comedian on here I talked to a couple weeks ago and he tried to teach me how to do a convincing Trump. Can you teach me how to do a convincing Barack Obama. Oh, I'm about to say I could teach you how to do a convincing Trump too, but you know, if you need me to do Barack. I, I want I want I want a Barack Obama from Jay Farrell. And here's why. Because you do so many people so well. And I've already had one president. I want yeah. I want our president. <laughs> I want Barack Obama. So does the world. Can you tell me <laughs> what I need to do with my face? What I need to do <laughs> or Michelle, I'll take Michelle. I should trust me. I'll take Michelle. She would never um, take that stress. So tell me, on. tell me, how do you do Barack? First, I know, I know, I know. She already said it. She said it. So you show me Barack Obama, and then tell me what I need to do. And everybody who's out here who wants to do Barack Obama like you, what do we need to do in order to do this in a very convincing way? I mean, well, for me to do a perfect Barack Obama right now, I would have to not be hoarse. I am a little oh. hoarse. Okay. I, mean, I, I could I could try to uh well I, I mean I could still do it. Uh it's still a way for me to do it because uh that's what professionals do. But it's all about being dignified, uh caring, but at the same time being black enough to not give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it, it starts, ladies and gentlemen, America. It starts at the back of your throat. That's okay. where it starts. Uh, okay. If you do it too nasally, uh, then you're going to sound like Barack Obama with COVID. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> I mean, I never lo I never lost my smelling taste. I can still smell and taste everything. I okay. mean, I know because me and Michelle were getting quite uh, close to each other during the pandemic. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I mean, but uh, yeah, that that's right. I, I had my smell. I had my taste. I still had bills, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, can you pay my bills? Uh, can you pay my telephone bill? Uh, can you pay uh, my auto bill? If you can't, maybe we can chill. I don't think you do. So 
Me and my side hoes, we're through. I'm just. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have any of those. He's, he, he does does not. He does not have. Oh any my god. Of okay. That is. That is me doing Chuck Obama. That's me doing Chuck Obama. Chuck Obama. My final question would be: Can you tell me in your um, either Will Smith, Denzel, or Cat Williams voice what I can expect from you if I head to the Improv? When I head to the Improv to see you this weekend, what uh, can I expect, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? It's just gonna be a whole buffet of comedy. If you want to refer to Fifty Cent. It's going to be a buffet of comedy, like Warren Buffett. Uh, I do everything from uh, personal stories to uh, a dash of political commentary to uh, impressions to my insecurities to just observation. So uh, basically, it's one of the best live shows you're going to see in your life, Pimpin'. <laughs> I'm so hoarse. I'm so sorry. I'm so hoarse. <laughs> Thank but you so much. I will not be hoarse. This weekend at the Milwaukee Improv, I'm taking my tea, my lemon, and my ginger. I'm staying away from ladies asking me to do favors to them. I'm going <laughs> to stay away from that, and I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be good this weekend. I'm going to be good. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, if I talk about this, too, you know, you might get some, like, you might get some commentary, you know, on my situation, you know, mm -hmm. currently, you know, but... We don't even got to talk about what's happening with me because there's so much happening with P. Diddy. I was going to say, stay away from that. Take that. Take that mansion. Stay away. <laughs> you you want to know what's crazy? I didn't what? even know that that quote was going to turn into a cultural reference in a week. Well, I, I was like, telling my husband, I said, this is a head of Bo Burr's moment. And only a comedian could do this. Yeah, well, hey, well, well, hold on, wait, wait, hold on now, hold on. Now. <laughs> I, I, I ain't really, I just, I just said a little bit, you know. I didn't, I ain't touch nobody. I ain't tell them to touch nobody now. Ain't nobody do that. The only advice I was giving the people was, you stay away, you stay far away from it. All right, Well, you all know right. people is prevalent, you stay away from that place, okay? Because, hey, yo, hey, yo, my man, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? No, you can't talk to me because I'm straight. You can't talk to me. I'm straight. You can't talk. Because I'm straight. You can't talk. Oh, you know? Oh, Stay away. No. You too. I don't never look. I had I had an invite. I, they told me, you won't go to the... I said, hey, absolutely not. I will not go to the Deleon. I would not I would not go to the Deleon factory. That's not happening. That, mm -mm, take that. Take that. Wait, take you that, take that. Take that away. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will see you this weekend. I cannot wait to meet you. I'll be there Saturday right. night. And I... I, I just can't wait to see you in person. I know it's going to be a great show. Thank you for taking some time to speak with me. And I'll see you Saturday. Thank you so much.